All right, uh, so we are continuing in our Evangelism 101 series. So if you haven't been here the last few weeks, um, what this series has been, it's been where we've been going over just different methods, different tools of being able to share the gospel, um, just to be able to better equip y'all so that way y'all can use these tools out in life, whether it be at school or at work. Um, in your neighborhoods, things like that, for you to be able to share the gospel with others. And so the first week, we went over what is the gospel, and then ever since we've been going over different methods. So just to kind of give us a recap of what is evangelism and what is the gospel, let's do that before we kind of jump into tonight's one. So evangelism, how we've been defining it, it is presenting Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit to sinful people in order that they may come to put their trust in God through him, to receive him as their savior and to serve him as their king in the fellowship of his church. So that is the definition of evangelism. And so we evangelize by sharing this gospel message, which we talked about in six parts. So to give a very, very quick rundown of it, part one, God's kingdom reigns where God created everything perfectly and in perfect union or unity and harmony. And then enters part two of rebellion in God's kingdom where Adam and Eve rebelled against God, rebelled against his, uh, his one command to not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So sin came into the world and infected and impacted everything, which goes into part three where God starts beginning of redemption where he starts to redeem all of creation and that plan. And so it started with Abraham and Israel giving these commandments. But of course, Israel would doubt God's plan and stray away. And then they would, all of a sudden, they would be brought back by God and forgiven. They say, all right, we're going we're gonna to believe you now, God. And then they would doubt God's plan again and stray and be brought back, et cetera, et cetera. Then they enters into part four, where Jesus, the king, he steps onto the scene and lives all the commands that Israel could not do in part three. He lives a perfect, sinless life, dies on the cross, pays the penalty for our sins, resurrected. And now part five, he calls us to join his kingdom so we can be reconciled and redeemed back to him, live for him. We call others to join him in that until eventually part six, where Jesus comes back and completes his finished work to redeem all of creation back to himself. That's pretty much the gospel in a very, very quick um, and a quick synopsis. And so all the different methods we'll be learning and captures this in some way, shape, or form in just different ways. And so the method we'll be looking at tonight is called Life in Six Words, or the gospel acronym, if you will. Has anybody ever heard of this method before? Life in Six Words, gospel acronym from Dare to Share? At least one, two. Okay, so at least got a couple. So this will be somewhat new to everybody else. Awesome. Perfect. So, like I said, this is, uh, this is a method by Greg Steer from Dare to Share Ministries of where you can just explain the gospel in six words. Um, but what we'll do first is let me just pray uh, for tonight um, and pray for what's going to happen. Because what we normally do is we'll go over this method and then I want to just give you all time to be able to pair up and practice using this method with one another. And then I want us to come back together and just be able to talk about it. What worked, what didn't, what you thought was good, what you thought was bad things like that, so we can help build each other up and help equip each other more. But let's pray first, and then we'll jump into this. So Lord, we pray for tonight. We just thank you for this gospel that is just transformative. Your power's in that can bring anyone from spiritual death to spiritual life. And we thank you for the gospel conversations these young adults in this room have already had. And so we pray as they are just faithful in sharing the gospel, that you will just take that and give growth as only you can, and we want to praise you for that. So would you help us tonight grasp this and understand this? And as we go through it, would you continue to burden our hearts for people we know around us that are lost and need the gospel, that you would lead us in your love to those around us to point them to Christ so that they can be saved. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so like I said, this is life in six words. And so here's to break it all down. If we could explain the gospel in six words, it'd be this. God, our sins, paying everyone life. 
And so, like I said, it's in six different parts. So I want to break down what those six parts mean just real quick and explain how we would use that in a conversation and then just give you an opportunity to use that in conversations with one another. So first is God. God created us to be with him. So God created us in the beginning to live in relationship with him. That's what we see in Genesis 1. We created everything in the beginning and it was good. He created us to be in relationship with him. God created us to be with him. But then there's the next, our, our sins separate us from God. So that's what we see in Genesis 3, where in Genesis 3, Adam and Eve, they sinned against God. They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so sin entered into the world, which means now it's sins. Sins separate us from God and our sins cannot be removed by good deeds. Like Adam and Eve tried to cover their sins by taking fig leaves and cover themselves up, but that would not suffice, that God had to sacrifice an animal to cover them, and that was pointing to the future of Christ, that sins cannot be removed by good deeds. That's what we see from Genesis 4 to the very end of the Old Testament, is that Israel is given all 613 commandments, and so even though they could strictly obey all those externally, it doesn't change things internally because we're all born with a sin nature, that our sins cannot be removed by good deeds. And that continues to today. Our sins can't be removed by us continually going to church every single Sunday or Wednesday. Our sins cannot be removed by us just reading our Bibles enough times or helping out at VBS or going on different camps or retreats. It's only by us believing in Christ that we can't remove our sins by our own good deeds. So God, our sins, P, paying. So paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. So Jesus paid the price for our sin that we could not. That's what we see in Matthew through Luke, is that he lived a perfect sinless life, and he pays the penalty for all of our sins for all of time, that he perfectly obeyed that. So God sent his son, because again, if we have sinned against a holy and perfect God, then it takes only a holy and perfect sacrifice for that, and that's in Christ. So Christ paid the penalty for our sin. Paying, and then E, everyone. So now everyone who trusts in him, trusts in Jesus alone, has eternal life. That's what we see in John. Like John 3, 16, what does it say? For so love the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life, have everlasting life. Is that so everyone, everyone who trusts in him, everyone who believes in him and his finished work has eternal life. That starts now and goes forever. And so this is to everyone. And then L, life. So now life with Jesus not only starts in the future, but it starts right now. So life in Christ starts now and lasts forever. And that's what we see in Acts when the apostles are going out and telling everybody. And then we see it all the way up to Revelation to where Christ comes back and establishes his kingdom, and now we get to live forever in perfect unity and harmony with Christ. And so this is life in six words. God, our sins, paying everyone life. And so that's how we can explain life in six words, the gospel in six words. And so here's how this might be used in a conversation. So if we're going through a conversation, you see on your cards, and there's also an app for this too, so I'll get a little ahead of myself. There's an app for this too, where you might look at this and you're talking with someone and say, hey, like, just looking at this, how would you describe your life in six words? Based off these six words, how would you describe your own personal life? And this is just you getting to know them, because it's not about a script to follow. This is about you just caring about the person. And so on the app, this is what it would look like, is that you can have these six words. 
And here's the other cool thing is on the app, you can actually choose your own six words off this. So that we can have your own six words. So for example, here would be my six words that I chose. I chose relationships, fun, God, family, struggles, and purpose. And so actually when you are going through this and they select their six words, is it'll actually show you with a red check mark by each word, which one matches the same ones that you chose. So for example, you might say, hey, like you chose relationships as one of your words to describe your life. And so why would you choose that one? I mean, here's why I chose mine. And you can explain, like, I'm just a big relational person. I love having relationships with people. I love encouraging people. I love just being around those other people. And that's why I chose family as one of my other words, that I love my family. One of my biggest families I love is my church family, my last Cass's family. That's why I call them family rather than just church. And so you can have these overlaps and you also get to know more about that person. Okay, why did you choose these six words to describe your life? And you get to know that person better because you want to get to know them rather than just, well, they're just a person I got to recite a script for. You want to be, no, this is a soul that God cares about. And you want to know how you can care about them. And so after, let's say they choose their six words and you even have time to talk about some of your six words and how you would describe your six words, that's going to be, hey, can I explain to you and describe to you how God explains life in six words? Sure. And this is how God explains life in six words, just using the Bible. And so that's when you have all six of these come up on your phone, or you can use it on the back side of that card, is they say, hey, this is six words that God uses to describe life. And they even have, in the bottom left, you'll see, they have scripture references to go with them if that would help you. And so you'll go through all this and explain it to them. And at the very end, you can just ask them, hey, are you ready to put your faith in Jesus alone to forgive you of all your sins? And so you can ask this in person using the card or the app. And if they say, I'm ready, awesome. We get to celebrate them. We can hopefully plug them into a church and just get them connected so they can grow in their relationship. And if they say, I'm not ready yet, okay, that's fine. Is there anything I could be praying for you about? Because you got to know them a little bit, even just through the six words. And just how can I be praying for you on that? You continue that ongoing relationship. It's not about like, well, check that off because I shared it with them. It's no, I care about this person because they're an individual person. They're a soul that God cares about. And so this is just one way you can share the gospel conversation with them. So this is the app. This is what it looks like. It's just called Life in Six Words. So you can download on your iPhone, Android, things like that. Some of the cool features that you have on that is that you can have, uh, you can have different groups. So like I created one for our student ministry. We have our own group that you can join via group code, things like that. You have what's called the cause circle in the middle. So you can put down prayer requests of people that you're either praying for, people that you are caring, or people that you are trying to share the gospel with. And you can even set reminders in the app of, hey, it'll remind you on such and such days at such and such time of to pray for that person. So it gives you reminders on your phone for that. And you can even share those same cause circle in the group that you're part of as well. So it gives you even more reason for us, who can we be praying for? How can we be praying for that person? Um, it'll even track like even worldwide who are sharing and who's sharing the gospel and, and how many cause circles are there around the world. So this is some, this is our student ministries one. So at the end of all this, if you, if you decide to download it, it'll be up here. I'll try to put it uh, in the bio of our Instagram as well. So that way you can download it that way too, or join that way. But this is just the gospel in six words. This is, um, I think I had it up here. Yeah. This is the gospel in six words, that you can describe the gospel in six words and use it to explain that to other people. And just another tool, hopefully, to equip y'all. Um, so here's what I want to do uh, with some of the time that we have left, is, um, is I just want to pray for us. And then after that, um, I'll give us more instructions after I pray what we're going to do next. So let me do that first. So Lord, we thank you so much for tonight.
We just, I pray as we explain gospel in six words, life in six words, would you help us take this and advance it in our communities and in the world around us and in being able to share this with other people? Would you burden us with people even right now as we think through this of people we know that we need to hear the gospel and that they need to be saved, that only you can save them. So would you help us even tonight as we practice this, give us more confidence in being able to just share the gospel with other people. We thank you that you have this. We pray all of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.